the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is a beautiful morning if you're on the uh, West Coast portion of the Dennis Prager uh, listenership. For me, it's a beautiful uh, well, it's a beautiful morning here in Central Time, too. A beautiful lunch hour on the East Coast. Mark Davison for Dennis Prager. Thank you so much for hanging out here at DennisPrager.com, watching things going on on the, uh, the video stream we got going, and listening and checking in everything Dennis-related at DennisPrager.com. Dennis is off today and will be back tomorrow. And I'm Mark Davis, your talk show buddy from 660 AM, The Answer in DFW, where every day that I get to do the Prager Show, I get this superb prep opportunity by doing my own program this morning, which I am fresh off of. And boy, did we have a shindig this morning talking about a wide variety of things. So I figure I'm going to bring you the whole plate, the entire smorgasbord of greatness, as we examine a number of things. Here, here's the agenda I have in mind. Here are the things that I want to uh, to share with you. One of them is very specific. It involves education. Uh, it involves the rule of law. Attorney General Merrick Garland is uh, currently being uh, affectionately grilled and shoulder rubbed, uh, depending on who's doing the questioning, uh, by members of the House Judiciary Committee. And, um, and we're sort of listening in at that. I've already got one wonderful exchange uh, featuring uh, one of my favorite Republicans of the moment, uh, Rep- uh, Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana who absolutely placed before the attorney general his possible financial conflict of interest with a close relative involved in, uh, you know, profiting. For, I mean, listen, you get to be in the curriculum business. You get to be in the education business. But then if you are taking a stand, as the attorney general is, in weaponizing and, and roping in federal and local law enforcement in an attempt to stigmatize, intimidate, uh, suppress any parent who dares to fight back, push back against the race baiting, the politicization, the radicalization of curricula, of history, of our kids' schooling, well, uh, that's problematic, as we say. So I want to ask you a lot about schools in your neighborhood, the degree to which the pushback is happening in your town. Boy, do I have stories, because I'm here in DFW, now world-famous Southlake, the subject of an entire NBC podcast to demonize and scandalize a community that has dared to push back. And for that effort, for that heroic principled effort, they are being blistered as some kind of skinhead enclave. It's a community I know well. They're being lied about. And so we're going to take a look at sort of the education landscape and see what's going on. Because I'll tell you, this education issue might be about to swing uh, a state election for governor in Virginia. Please, Lord, can Glenn Youngkin beat Terry McAuliffe? Wouldn't that be something? There are those who have identified that election coming up in just a couple of weeks in Virginia as is kind of like an extra midterm. I mean, we're thinking a lot, of course, about 20, you know twenty twenty four, and please, God, let us get a better president. 
Uh, the midterms, the actual midterms, are in 2022 when Republicans are looking to take back the House and maybe, if we can cross our fingers, the Senate. But before we even get to 22, here before 21 even ends, uh, here's the Virginia gubernatorial election where a poll this morning shows Yunkin and McAuliffe deadlocked 46-46. Well, well. So I got a lot to ask you about education. And, and then just in general, I mean, let, let's make a list because it, it's a conservative talk show. And we welcome listeners of every political stripe. Dennis does. I do whatever I fill in. By the way, let me give you the number. 1-8-Prager-776. 1-8-Prager-776. You can follow me on Twitter at Mark Davis, M-A-R-K Davis. There's another whole show that takes place over there. And uh, and glad to to mix it up uh, however you like across uh, ideological lines. Uh, just just glad to do it. I, I live for, for the exchange. I love, love the back and forth. But if if I formulate a list of things that just seem to be in the crapper, you'll excuse me, uh, profligate spending, ridiculous spending, gas prices through the roof, the supply chains dashed against the rocks, uh, the Biden administration trying to smother us with lowered expectations. Hey, don't expect your stuff to get here on time. Don't expect your your affordable gas. What what is it? What a, what a first world problem that is. What did Jen Psaki talk about the other day? The the tragedy of the uh, of the delayed treadmill. Um, an anti business environment, uh, 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 unemployment, and yet there's a job shortage, skyrocketing crime, uh, unlivable cities, schools that don't work, borders that don't work, a China threat. That is shockingly unaddressed. Now, I could make a long list of things that conservatives object to. Oh, and I will. <laughs> and, and I do so for a living and have for a long time. But in there, in that list that I've made, aren't there some things that just anybody with a brain stem would take a look at and go, this is not good. This is not, um, this is, this is not helpful. What's going on here? So um, so I'd love your thoughts about some of that. And as I do on the local show that I host, and I graciously bring it here, and uh, and people seem to enjoy it. So let's do this before we talk to each other. Let's talk to the God that makes it all possible. And, Lord, we, we ask you to guide us and protect us as we face the challenges of this new day. We thank you every day for this blessed nation and for your hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you which our nation was founded to protect. Lord, be with us as we chart a course out of this COVID nightmare. Help us to be smart and safe as we reclaim our lives. Guide us to fight for our liberties within the law and by following your law. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would want to be treated. Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America, where our Constitution is honored, our elections are reliable, our borders work, where we fight for the unborn, where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill, and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, our communities, and our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything. And we ask these things in your holy name. Amen. 
All right. So one eight Prager seven seven six one eight Prager seven seven six. Let me phrase things in the form of some questions and some thoughts. And I do have a, just a delicious exchange. I'm going to do some calls first. See what y'all are thinking about around the country here at one eight Prager seven seven six. At some point in this first hour, we'll duck into a little audio from the Merrick Garland. Uh, <laughs> testimony before the House Judiciary Committee. The chairman is Jerry Nadler, but Jim Jordan is there. (laughs) Lord, so you know there's red-hot action. Uh, He wanted to play a a video of honorable parents raising honorable objections up against the nonsense that they are seeing in in the school board environment. But there either is or is not some rule that says you got to give us 48 hours of notice on that. And so Nadler and Jordan are barking at each other. But the thing that I want to bring you is is the very thoughtful, very um, compelling back and forth between Congressman Mike Johnson, Republican of Louisiana, and Merrick Garland about a number of things. About specifically, I'm going to spend a minute on this. We'll get to the first break, come back, start talking to you, and... Um, and examine a number of other things as well. One eight Prager seven seven six. This letter you saw this the other day. The Attorney General of the United States informing everyone that federal that the FBI, that uh, various uh, U.S. attorneys' offices, and there's going to be some outreach to your local police. Your local police chief can expect a call from the federal government saying, "Yeah, hi, uh, federal government here." And uh, we just want to make sure that we can partner with you in an attempt to make sure that these crazy parents aren't terrorizing school board members. Now, anytime there's a movement afoot, you're going to have some people who are burning a little hot. Have there been moments in some of the school board meetings where a parent has crossed a line and gotten a little incendiary, a little combative? Yes. If that, and you know what you do if that ever happens? If it really gets really bad, you have cops drag them out of the room. Boom! Problem solved. But what we have here is an attempt to conflate the very rare uh, parental outburst that cro- does cross a line with the very measured, very principled, and very effective, that's why they terrify it, movement of parents who are, st- who are stepping into the breach and saying, we've been asleep too long. There is radicalization going on in our schools, and it's it's not all racial. Plenty of it is these days because the opportunism hangs thick from the rafters. That as soon and, and a lot of it is is you know kind of the aftermath of George Floyd's tragic death. It's like here we go, we're going to racialize everything, politicize everything. How's it happening? What's going on? We'll talk about it more with you next. Mark Davis and for Dennis Prager on this Thursday. Glad you are here. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, 
I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free, I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. That they do. Rager you institution worth cherishing. Mark Davis in for Dennis. Dennis is back tomorrow getting ready to go to your calls and talk about stuff I brought up, see what things are that you want to bring up in the midst of just the passing parade, this passing disaster. And it's funny because it's one party rule, right? Democrat House, Democrat Senate, Democrat President. You you could ostensibly say things could not be worse. And yet Republicans unifying and preventing the nationalization of our election rules. It is a victory. Because on the supposed auspice, on the supposed basis of, uh, of voting rights or you know expanding rights to people and blah, 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 uh, because this just in, anybody can vote without difficulty. The, the notion that it's hard to vote is poisonous mythology. And Republicans stood firm, stood together. We're not even a majority and pulled off a huge victory against these people just yesterday. So. Uh, hang tough, man. Hang tough. I'll tell you who's hanging tough with us, especially in view of Merrick Garland being at the uh, at the the House committee today. The Attorney General issued this startling and unprecedented directive to the FBI and the Justice Department thing I was talking about just in the last segment to investigate parents all over America who are showing up at local school board meetings to voice their concerns over you know CRT nonsense and various things being force fed to public school students on a political motive. And parents got mad. And they got mad in person. They got mad here on talk shows like this because the DOJ would be treating parents as domestic terrorists. So Alliance Defending Freedom is there. They're not going to stand for any of this. They're not going to stand for parents' free speech rights being abused. Here is ADF Senior Counsel John Bursch saying that nothing like this attack on parents has ever happened before in our country. Worse than anything that we've seen in a long time. And you can be sure that if they do come forward and they um, persecute and prosecute parents who are simply doing their job to make sure that their kids are going to be well taken care of at school and not influenced by ideology which is going to harm them, then we're going to be there to defend those parents. That is exactly what ADF does every day, and they cannot do it without you and me. They cannot do it without you and me. Help ADF challenge these unconstitutional moves by going right now to DennisPrager.com. DennisPrager.com and make a generous gift to guarantee that Alliance Defending Freedom has the resources necessary to take the Biden administration to court every day at lunchtime if necessary. So we all need to defend parents just like you, just like people like you, who maybe whom you know, who are under attack. Go to DennisPrager.com or you can get, do it on the phone, 855-649-2020, 855-649-2020. Join Dennis Prager, join me. Join all of us here at the company in supporting Alliance Defending Freedom today. DennisPrager.com and click that ADF banner or call 855-649-2020. All right, speaking of numbers to call, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. As we head first to Long Beach, California, and Brian, that is you. Mark Davison for Dennis, how you doing? Good morning, Mark. Thank you for taking my call this morning. Hi. Nice to have you. A little bit of... A little bit of a delay there in the in the radio. Uh, anyways, I wanted to share an experience with you uh, about what happened at Los Alamitos uh, School District, where my mm-hmm. kids go to school. Uh, Los Alamitos is in Orange County. I live in Long Beach, which is L.A. County. 
Um, basically, the short version of it is a bunch of us parents got together out of concern with them teaching CRT in the schools. And so we went to a school, bar, school board meeting to voice our opinions, which we're allowed to do. We're supposed to be given three minutes to speak, and we're allowed to say whatever we want to say our opinions are, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. here's what happened. Uh, the day before uh, the school board meeting, the school superintendent for Los Alamitos sent out an inflammatory email to every parent in the district claiming that right-wing extremists were here to uh, um, try to destroy uh, ethnic studies. Of course. And so, which is, you know, not really true. We oppose to the CRT, but, you know, we need to learn about everything, right? So when we show up Tuesday, a couple hours early for the meeting, to voice our opinion, there had to be about 500 people there. We were shocked. Never have we seen this many people at a school board meeting. And it was interesting. There, many of the people were wearing a certain color. They were, they were all wearing purple. Mm-hmm. Now, something else had happened that we were unaware of is a memo went out to uh, a bunch of people to say, wear purple to support, you know, ethnic studies. Right? Okay. A... Um, now, you're supposed to show up at, a, at 5 p.m., put your name on a list, be allowed to talk. Only the people who got that memo showed up at 8 a.m., got their name on the list to talk. 80 people, 80 people were signed up to speak uh, at the school board meeting. Right. We were there for three hours. We never got seen. My wife was 65th on the list. <sighs> Finally, we gave up and went home. Yeah. We were mm. met. We were met with students carrying signs, hateful signs, let everybody tell their stories, support CRT. Right. We were met Antifa calling us terrorists and and hovering around us like they were going to do something. Nothing, no incidents happened. There was no violence. But getting uh, terrorized by Antifa. And we finally left and said, okay, you know what? We're going to come to the next school board meeting. Good. And, what, and what sign up and sign time? up early, I hope. Well, so this time the school superintendent decided to cancel the school board meeting, made it a Zoom meeting only under right. the guise of being safe. Of course. Right? We're concerned right. about COVID. Yep. Right. Um, and you may enter your comments and we'll read them on on the Zoom meeting. Delightful. Well, I know, <laughs> and you probably know. Right. Anything I wrote in opposition to this material was never going to be read on right. a Zoom meeting. Right. And in fact, three of us tried to post our comments and weren't even. Good able luck. To get OK, I need I got about a minute. I need to bottom line this. Where do we stand now? Because you're, you're going to be called the, the two P's, politeness and persistence. You can never go away. You got to be there observing all the rules of decorum, but never go away. Don't ever be driven away. Don't ever be discouraged. You got to keep showing up. Where does all this stand right now? Where it all stands right now is we are persistent. We are showing up. And in fact, there's a a, a person that is kind of with us who is an attorney who has served notices to recall two school board members that are coming up for reelection. And we gather weekly to strategize and find out what we well, if can they're do if they're coming up for re-election, why recall them? I mean, the the bar for recall is way high. Uh, the, the the if if they're coming up for re-election, then just unelect them. Persistence and politeness. Well, they, I, the, this stories like this are everywhere, and you've got to stay 
on message, on your game, and 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 thank God for folks like you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about ethnic studies, black studies, whoever studies. If this was done like in a fair-minded, objective way, because I think there's value in learning about everybody's experience, the experience of black folk, experience of Hispanic folks, Asian folks, Native Americans. I'm all about that. But what these classes tend to be are exercises in grievance. Ethnic studies is elements of CRT. It is teaching kids to, to hate each other and hate our country. So there are all kinds of ways that they're going about this, and you got to know uh, the battlefield. Mark Davis in for Dennis. Be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the, the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve. And I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet, and so I tried it out. And amazingly, after about a year, it doesn't happen overnight, I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal, the uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com. They offer a two-week trial of their product and a one-year money-back guarantee nerverenew.com or your two-week trial now. I asked them to advertise. That's how effective I think the product is. nerverenew.com It is the Thursday Dennis Prager Show. October 21st, Mark Davison for Dennis here from 660 AM. He answer in Dallas-Fort Worth. Dennis is back to wrap up your week tomorrow. Listen, I should have said this right off the bat, just as a longtime friend, longtime listener, and obviously longtime fill-in host for Dennis. I am so glad that he is well. In fact, yesterday, um, I checked in at the very beginning of the show, heard about his negative COVID test and uh, how confounding that has been to many. And a little bit of his uh, wonderful sort of essay on the fly yesterday about the cruelty of people who, I mean, if, if someone wants to differ with the way he went about this, great difference of opinions, what we're all about. Um but the degree to it, but the mockery, the meanness, the cruelty, uh, it's, it's, it's a measure of, of where we are. And it's part of what's made it so really, really hard to, to plow through this entire COVID drama. We're all just trying to get past this. Uh, about the only thing we have in common is a desire to have all of this COVID wreckage in the rearview mirror. Um, how to move forward in turn. I mean, we, we all have different opinions, different ways to go about how we do things. I'm vaccinated, glad to be. Moderna, happy to do it. I'm not going to make you do it. I don't want government to make you do it. Uh, and and if somebody wants to do the therapeutics and do the, the hydroxychloroquine, and, and if they do get it, you know, do the monoclonal antibodies. I, I talked to Alan West, who's running for governor of, of my state of Texas. Um, he, he had COVID for like 72 hours. You know, he got the IV thing, did this. He's through the woods. He's out. He feels great. Everybody, people are going to make individual decisions, which it's their right to make. Um, and then you get into policies. What can government do? What can individual businesses do? What should a certain concert venue do? Oh, it is, it has, it has placed us all at, at odds with each other in a whole lot of ways. And, um, I'm just glad, just glad Dennis is, is well. And, and just wanted to make sure that you know from this. In fact, uh, I believe that, that when, when I heard that he was going to be gone today, the first thing I thought, Ooh, I hope he's okay. Uh, not only is he okay, I think, I think he's doing some kind of travel today. And doing great and back with you 
tomorrow. So God bless you, Dennis. Continued, continued good health. All right, speaking of uh, Dennis, go to DennisPrager.com for all things Dennis and 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. Let us roll up to northern Wisconsin. We are in Wright Lake. Doug, hey, Mark Davison for Dennis. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine. Thanks, Mark. Nice to have you. Is it yeah. snowing yet? <laughs> no, I'm not even close. No, it's in the 50s. Gotcha. Soon enough, my friend. Soon enough. <laughs> That's right. We don't want to it. Um, I was calling because I, I realized that um, what you would call the left, I call communists. They are very good at changing the subject. They don't want people to recognize that our children are the ones who are being oppressed and beat down and brainwashed every day of the week, except that it is only when they're not in school. The point is that they are the victims here. And parents are just barely waking up, some of them, to realize many of these communist doctrines like CRT, um, all the racism business, all the sexual education that is corrupt without Christian morals, all that is pushed by communism. Any policy that is anti-Christ is communism. Communism is the religion of Satan. People don't realize this, unfortunately. The religion of our guys like Merrick Garland is communism and Satanism. They follow that, and so they want to cover up what's really happening, what's been happening for years and years to our children. They're being brainwashed. They're being subjected to all kinds of evil and taught many evil things about sexuality and now this homosexuality and transsexuality. This is so evil. It's abomination before God. And yet they're teaching this in schools as if this is no big deal. And they want to make a, a big issue all the parents in the, the critical right. race. The, the, par- the parents are the problem. Right. If, if a school learns of an 11-year-old boy that thinks he wants to be a girl, that's great. Parents pushing back against that kind of norming of of, uh, of sexual uh, d- gender dysphoria, we're the problem. Uh, yes, um, words have meaning. Not everything that you and I disagree with is either communist or Satanist. However, uh, to be precise, the the norms are are being shifted. And um, here in my state of Texas, Governor Abbott is about to sign something, uh, which is great that prevents a boy from showing up in the lane next to your daughter at a track meet. That's a good thing. However, we have things that that even in my very conservative state that we have yet to do, protect kids against chemical castration, puberty blockers, the insanity of counseling that would tell a a, a prepubescent boy that he can be a girl. All of this needs to be uh, made illegal, too. We're working on it. Mark Davison for Dennis. Grab a line, 1-8-Prager-776. Back to your calls next. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 
800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Dennis Prager show for this Thursday, October 21st. Mark Davis filling in. Back to your calls here in just a second. All right, number to call to hang out with us is 1-8-Prager-776. That is 1-8-Prager-776. We are in Los Angeles. Julius, Mark Davis in for Dennis. How you doing? Uh, hey, um, yeah, your last caller, I, I'm just going to, I have to be honest. He's an idiot. Critical race theory is not communist. Sex education is not communist. It's like saying uh, universal health care will lead to the command economy and the Soviet system. Well, you've given us three very different things. Let, let, let me hone it down because it wasn't a usage that necessarily I would have said. In fact, my concerns about critical race theory are not are not so much its roots. They're, they're, it and BLM have a certain Marxist appeal that's about identifying a white supremacist okay, capital. Okay, I'll be, okay. I'll be done, in, I'll be done in 20 seconds. I'll be done in 20 seconds, and then the floor is all okay, yours. Okay. There is a, there is a okay. Marxist route to some of its organizers, but I tend not to bog down in that. I tend to take things as they are in front of my face. My problems with CRT are the poisonous ideology, the, 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 the seeing, the, the instructing of kids to see the life before them through a, a poisonous lens of racial grievance. It's just not the way to go. Floor is yours. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. What? Okay. Tell me how many schools are teaching CRT to sixth graders? In this country, there are. Do you even know it? There are. You've asked. You've asked. You've asked a question. I'm going to answer it, and okay, then you'll okay, get okay, the okay. talking stick back. It'll, it'll be great. I'm glad you're here. I really am. Okay. You okay, can. Okay. You okay. can find everywhere examples of elementary school exercises that start to make sure that kids are inculcated into this notion of white privilege. Who's what color and who's not starting? Just beginning to help them see things through that racial lens that they that's, want everything seen through. You know this is happening. If you're not, then read a paper. That's kind of being very general because then that's like saying my nephew's school. You know, he's about seven years old. They're yeah. teaching that. They're not doing that. They're not teaching it in the schools that I'm in, which is over. You know, well, good. no, I don't think anybody's saying it's pervasive. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying that it's everywhere. It's, it's not. But it is it, it, okay. it, it's the, the 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 seeds are being planted, and it's a good idea to stop it before it becomes pervasive. Okay, but okay, critical race theory. Mm-hmm. The are you talking about the one that they teach in graduate school is being the same? No, it, it, it is. It is. It, it's become. It has become a sort of a broad term, and maybe sometimes it's yeah, misapplied. It, 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 if it, if it, but it, it has become mm, maybe. But here's the thing. I mean, the specifics of college level CRT as brought by some professor at some point. That's great. What people have done is they've taken that as as a springboard to start teaching from high schools on down that we need to be teaching kids to see history through racial grievance for them to resent this country for them to resent each other. For black kids to be given the poisonous notion, the poisonous notion, excuse me, that they have to carry this burden of systemic racism around with them at all times, and that's just not the way to teach kids anything. How much of that is overblown, based on the fact that, like for instance, that a um, a, a school just banned books about Rosa Parks over in Pennsylvania, or that in Texas, for instance, 
in order to create a balanced history, they now want to, uh, one school district, I don't know how this came about. Well, I can tell uh, you because it's five miles from where I'm sitting. We should teach the other side of the Holocaust. This this is in the famous South Lake situation where where a woman very inarticulately and very unhelpfully was using examples of how we need to find balance in certain parts of history. And by the way, balance is great, but there's some things that really don't have a, a contravening uh, uh, narrative, and the Holocaust is one of them. That's uh, that that was not a good moment. Okay. And by the way. And by the way, if, if, and I don't know about the Rosa, the banning a book about Rosa Parks, of course you shouldn't do that. Um, so, so anyway, but, but proceed. I mean, I, I think that th- th- people of goodwill can get together and talk about what makes sense and what doesn't. If anybody does go overboard in their opposition to CRT and starts getting rid of like great biographies of Rosa Parks or, or, or Frederick Douglass, I'm like, of course that would be an overreaction. Of course it would. And I, okay, and I think that's because from what I'm seeing, because I do see, Fox News, just on general principles, just to see like what everyone sees, you know, like, you know, I, I really prefer watching South Park when it's on uh, Comedy Central. That's the type of guy I am, okay? I just want to make that clear. Okay. Uh-huh. But, from, because you can't help but get away from the realities of everyone complaining in the world, from what I see, people get upset about these things, like sort of like the cause, like just teaching cause and effect. They're, they're, people get upset about how teaching the fact that racism did play a role in why blacks kept, were kept down and how that, that influenced the creation of laws and that created mm-hmm. a vicious cycle. Right. Then that, then that's, teaching that is now jumbled up as critical race theory. But, but not really by many people, I, because I, I think that's some I mythology that's offered argument. by some of its opponents, because if, if you find me 100 people who are on the march against CRT, a hundred people who are fighting the fight that I don't I'm think fighting. They would know what the and, 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 ask, and, and ask, and oh, ask, well, I'm, I guarantee you they would. And, and if you ask no, them, are, are you against, you know, slavery being taught or, or the evils of Jim Crow? Of course they're not. Of course they're not. What yeah, they are against they, is in 2021, what they are against, what they are against is in 2021, burdening kids with the lens of racial grievance, seeing everything through the lens of racial grievance, that's what they're looking to prevent. And, and I'm looking to prevent it, too. Okay. Can we go into, like, the, the sex education part? Well, actually, no, because so, we're out of time. But I love you. And give me a buzz back anytime. Call Dennis anytime. Or me next time I'm filling in. More of you are next. Mark Davis filling in for Dennis. Stick around. The Dennis Prager Show. Closing time. Well, it is just about closing time, but only for the first hour. One down, two to go. Let's see what's going on in the phone lines to close ourselves out, and then we'll move on. i got some other stuff to bring into the second hour. Everything on the lines, everything you want to call us about is still active, and we'll just add in, hopefully skillfully uh, add in additional pastry layers of topicality here on this Thursday. Mark Davison for Dennis, 1-8-Prager-776. We are in Pittsburgh, and Frank, that is you. Welcome. Mark Davison for Dennis. How are you doing? Yes. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, I was in, inspired by your opening prayer. Uh, can you post it on Dennis's webpage? Oh, you are so kind. Uh, let me give you the best way to put it. And, and I get every once in a while people ask this. I kind of wing it. Uh, it follows a general theme, but I, I kind of wing it. It's, it's hard to transcribe specifically. But let me offer you the following way to get it and scribble it down and have it in whatever form you like. I do it every morning on the local show that I host on 660 AM, The Answer, here in DFW. So if you go to 660amtheanswer.com and hit podcasts and then find My Happy Face, 
Go to any given first hour, the 7 o'clock hour each morning, and it's somewhere in that first segment, I'll do it. You can catch it from this morning, yesterday morning, whatever. And then it's like the old Kevin Nealon Saturday Night Live weekend update thing. For a transcript of this program, get out a pencil and write down everything I say. So it, it's in there, and that way you can sort of have it uh, for, for your own uh, for, for your own usage and edit as you wish. That is very kind of you. I deeply, deeply appreciate it. Uh, 1-8-Prager-776. Listen, I'll tell you what. Um, rather than give somebody short shrift, uh, next hour I want to get to the exchange between Congressman Mike Johnson, Republican of Louisiana, and uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland. The, the news tonight is going to be filled with Merrick Garland's day before the House Judiciary Committee. The Democrats... Have And this is true anytime there's a committee hearing, anytime somebody is sitting down who's in a hotbed of controversy, both the Republicans and the Democrats each have their own you know, political goals. Um, the Democrat political goal is to make sure that Merrick Garland looks heroic in his desire to make sure that these aggrieved school board members are not terrorized by by dangerous parents who are taking things too far. And as I said at the beginning of, of this hour, if there if there is ever at any school board meeting a parent who really does go beyond the pale and who really does behave in some menacing way toward a school board member, that's a violation of law. And the, folk, the folks that can handle it are called the local police. There was no need for the attorney general to rope in your local police chief or or the FBI or or you know various U.S. attorney's offices to ride herd over to hover over parents. This every single bit of this is a desire, it's a plan, a design to stigmatize the very notion of parents daring to protest what is happening in school boards around the country. And some of that protest may uh, be imparted in the Virginia gubernatorial race. In a couple of weeks. Mark Davison for Dennis. Stick around. Got a lot more to come. The Dennis Prager Show. Live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.